Hello and welcome to Kylie's Mortgage Podcast episode number seven. I am Kylie Mead Richards, a mortgage and protection advisor at Quilter Financial Advisors. This is the place where I share with you hints, tips, ideas and strategies to guide you around all things mortgages. This is my very first season and my hope with it is that it runs and runs and runs and that I'm able to help as many people as I possibly can navigate the journeys they're either on or want to be on when it comes to residential or buy-to-let properties. So let's get started. If you listen to this podcast and you like what you hear, I would be very grateful indeed if you would take the time to leave me a review as it will really help me out. Because this is a very new podcast, I'm keen to see it do well and your reviews will definitely help me to get up the rankings on the various platforms and be seen and be heard by as many people as possible. If you are kind enough to leave me a review, I'll be very grateful indeed. So what is coming up on today's show? I would like to take the time, if you will indulge me, and share with you what I consider to be some mortgage myths. Now, some of these questions, musings, fears, worries are some that clients and potential clients have asked me in the past and some that are simply questions which I have um, seen time and time again appearing on various forums and message boards. This is not a full list and I have the feeling that I could fill hours and hours and hours of time with this sort of format. So let's get started. Misunderstandings will always happen. They can happen in all facets of life. Often misunderstandings can mean that you damage or lose relationships. They can mean that you have to try to understand something which you thought you already had a grasp of. Misunderstandings can also mean that you end up missing out on something. And this unfortunately applies to mortgages and your options when it comes to mortgages. I have collected some examples of more common mortgage myths and then attempted to dispel them so that people can take advantage of the opportunities which are available to them should they want them. Myth number one, you will be able to get a mortgage if your rent would be more than your mortgage. People who rent can get rather frustrated. I did recently read that this was up for review, um, but at the moment, rental payments and the fact that you have kept up a rental agreement is not a factor that lenders can use to determine the amount of mortgage that they're willing to lend you. I've spoken to many renters on this subject at length, and I know lots of them are frustrated by the fact that lenders can't take into consideration your high rental and use that to determine how much they will be able to lend to you for a mortgage but unfortunately at this moment your rental payments really can't be used to assess affordability 
Myth number two, aren't all lenders the same? Each mortgage lender has their own set of criteria. And while many of the criteria will be similar from lender to lender, especially when it comes to perhaps the high street lenders, there will be differences. And whether that be subtle or vast, understanding lenders criteria is where mortgage brokers really come into their own. As a customer, it would be impractical and difficult for you to learn all of the criteria from all of the lenders and to understand whether or not you would be in a position to benefit from that lender's options or not. So I would suggest that you seek the advice of an intermediary because, or otherwise known as a mortgage advisor, because it is key to our job to knowing criteria individually inside and out and working out the uniquenesses of your individual case and placing you with a lender that is most suitable for your needs and to get you the outcome that you would like. Applying to a lender who ultimately will not lend you is not the best use of your time and resources. But if you are going to be applying to lenders on your own without a mortgage advisor, try and do a little bit of due diligence beforehand just to see whether or not you fit into their criteria. Next tip, my credit score is very low. I can't get a mortgage. So as I said, at the moment, the very moment that you decide that you want to get a mortgage, it is a really, really good idea to get a copy of your credit report. You can take this credit report with you when you go to a mortgage advisor and if you're unsure about anything on that report, then get some advice on it. This is a step that I see a lot of clients skipping. Um, They get a copy of the credit report and then that is their job done. Once you have that report, read it, read it from front to back and back to front and make sure that you understand everything on there. And also try and work out whether or not everything on there is displayed in a way that's accurate and accurately portrays what has actually happened to you in the past. Have a look at your report on the run-up to your any mortgage applications because it's a good idea to know what you're going to be showing the lenders when you come to make that application. So people always worry about the amount of credit that they have and this can be that they worry because they have large amounts, this can be they worry that they have some Your credit and managing your credit is such a fine art when it comes to a mortgage application that it really isn't just a case of one size fits all. I'm going to say with this one, just don't worry if you do have outstanding uh, commitments, loans, credit cards. It is always just such a good idea to speak to somebody. Don't assume that you can't do something if you do have a credit that is outstanding before a mortgage application. Certainly, yes, a lender will ask the question if you have got lots of credit cards with lots of outstanding balance on them, with very high outstanding balance on them. Certainly, a lender is going to ask the question. Um, But I think the key takeaway from this one is to just not assume that it is going to be the way you think it is um, when it comes to mortgages. Definitely try to, wherever possible, reduce the amount that is outstanding on your balances and 
if you listen to a previous episode, definitely try and if possible on the run up to an application, close off any balances because a lender will be looking at your overall position. And if you have lots and lots of unused credit facility available, then the assumption may be that you would be able to then go out and run up huge credit card bills overnight because you have the facility to do so, which will change your affordability. So roughly, have a look at your credit reports, have a look at your credit cards and the balances and the available credit and try wherever possible to either reduce the limit on your credit card or reduce the balance. But definitely don't assume something is the way you think it is with when it comes to credit. Next myth, stay out of your overdraft. If you can, I would recommend to clients that before they apply for their mortgage, they ensure that they are have not been in their overdraft. But at the same time, being in your overdraft should not be a barrier for you to apply for a mortgage, especially if you are looking to reduce your outgoings. Overdrafts aren't necessarily going to be a huge issue to a lender, especially if it, if it is an agreed overdraft. Never assume it's going to be a problem so so much so that you don't make an application, you don't do any inquiries because I think a lot of people would rather you review your mortgage options than assume it's one way and keep paying a higher mortgage. So definitely, definitely with overdrafts, I wouldn't worry about them. They're not really too much of an issue. I've just changed jobs. So I hear this one a lot. So people say that changing jobs is the thing that's held them back from reviewing their mortgages. Changing jobs will often bring about new and exciting opportunities. However, when it comes to mortgages, too often do I hear people putting off reviewing their options because they have presumed that the lenders will not like it. In fact, most times when you've changed a job, you've done so because there's a salary bump. So that's a good thing. So don't let the fact that you've just changed jobs put you off speaking to somebody about your mortgage. So there you have it. If you have any questions about the topics discussed in today's episodes or you have a question yourself which you think might make an interesting episode, please don't hesitate to contact me on kylie.meadrichards at quilterfa.com or by getting in touch with me via LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram and I will leave all my contact details in the show notes as well. Once again, thank you so much for listening to me on Kylie's Mortgage Podcast and if you've liked today's episode, please don't forget to leave me a review because as I said, it really does help me get me up the rankings and get this content out to more people like you who are interested in these types of topics. Thank you so much for listening. I have been Kylie Mead Richards and I will see you next time. Music.